back to the most consistent podcast when it comes to being inconsistent. That's right, the Pace of Power Hour are back mm-hmm. on the airways to bless you guys with elite football commentary. I'm your host for this evening, Abraham Olurin, and today I'm joined by my esteemed co-host. Mm-hmm. You already know who it is. I have to say it every week. The two initials, S to the U, a.k.a. the GOAT, a.k.a. the best looking man on this podcast. So let's just get straight to it, boy. Before we get straight to it, let's rewind it because Uka actually isn't the best looking guy on this podcast. That would actually be yours truly, Abraham Olivier. And the crazy thing is, when Uka first came up with the STU intro, I thought it was cringy. But I've got a theory. The more things are said, the more things are done, the less cringy they become. But once in a while, you hear something, you're like, God damn, why am I friends with this human being? And that's Samuel Uka right now. Why am I friends with this cringy individual? Now I'm joking. The pleasure to have Samuel Uka on the podcast with me today. And we've got so much lined up. Ballon d'Or. Man City losing the 21 on beating streak. Mo Salah absolutely destroying Shao Cancelo. So we're going to get into it quickly. So, I'm not sure about you last, um, last season, but I loved watching Real Madrid Champions League nights. I'm going to give Uka some props. That is also due to Vinicius Jr. being an absolute demon yes, on the pitch. Yes, and sir. I was I was sleeting him. I was calling him an A-Tech Pepe. I said this is just this is Pepe with better tech. This is Pepe with five star <laughs> skills. But oh my god, did he deliver? But he wasn't the main man of the Real Madrid show. It was the one and only, the undisputable, the coldest. The dominant, I, I call him a dominant. That's how good this guy was. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. One. Kareem Benzema. Oh my God, he's had some games. His PSG game was nuts. His Chelsea game was. I never watched that Chelsea game like GGS. And this guy said no. It's 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 up no, here. That's that's I've the arrived. game. People talk about the City comeback. Yeah, I feel like the Chelsea one was so much better. The fact yeah. that the fact that Chelsea dominated the second leg for so long, they clawed their way back into the game. And Benzema just said no. Let me just head the ball. Let me let me do one of the craziest headers you guys will ever see in the Champions League. Yeah, ever, bro. Oh, crazy man. Anyway, okay, you've already discussed about the um, Chelsea game, but let's let's hear let's hear about it. Karim Benzema last season, how incredible was he for this Robinson side? Nah, um, prop props to him because uh, I don't know. There's this photo that's been going around of when Prime Real Madrid, I think it was 16, 17, Ronaldo had the Ballon d'Or, yeah. Cruz, James, and Ramos. They were in a photo together. Them them four uh, holding all their trophies for uh, the Player of the Year and the Ballon d'Or, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Benzema's in the back clapping them on, just 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 looking like looking like a proud uncle. But now his time has come. The king has stepped up, and his like you say, his come. season last season was absolutely crazy. He took home the Champions League with Real Madrid, top scorer in La Liga as well. And yeah, I, I'm not saying because Ronaldo's left, he he's flourishing, but you can actually see, you could see, you could see what we didn't see before. Because yeah. back in the day, people used to mock Benzema, say he can't finish, he can't do. He can't. He can't do this. Literally. He can't do that. Which is true to a certain extent. But let's not forget, he was also facilitating for one of the greatest goal scorers of all time, if not the greatest goal scorer of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo. But now he is the center of attention. This is like Leon Benzema all over again. 
bringing in the ball, Literally. silky skill moves, laying off, passing off. And yes, he scored plenty, plenty goals, but it's just not about the goals with Benzema. When you look at him play, his link-up is everything that you need in a striker. He has the link-up of a big man, but the feet of a, of a tricky winger, if that makes sense. And it, and it's just, yeah. cra it's just crazy to see him finally win the Ballon d'Or. And yeah, I'm so happy for him, even though me back in the day, I used to clown him, but happy for him, man. No, and I think it's justified, right? I know everybody's going on about how when he played, when Ronaldo played for Real Madrid, Benzema's job was to facilitate him. But there were many opportunities that are on the internet. You guys can go watch them where Benzema's missed open yeah, goals. Yeah, no, no, he used to fumble. fumble chances. Yeah. yeah, he used to fumble chances. And yesterday, interestingly enough, I saw the conversation. I also explained to people that I feel like players, not that they peak, but it's hard to train a player to do a certain thing past a certain age, right? So if you're 23, 24, I feel like you can develop as the player you set, if you, you're set as. Mm. But I, don't feel like, I feel like learning different skill sets is quite hard. I think Benzema's a testament to like, you can teach an old dog new tricks. I'm looking at him. Yes, I know his link-up play with Ronaldo was one of the key reasons why he played for Madrid. But oh my goodness, him and Vinicius Jr. look like a different animal, a different beast. And do it is, yeah, those photos you're talking about where you see Cruz, uh, Ronaldo, all the man holding the trophies, you see Benzema in the background, you know, it's quite inspirational, you know. He, he, he put in the work, he took his time, he never gave up. I look at him now, he's the, he ended up the hero, ended up the victor. Um, he also got back to the France squad. Yep. He's receiving all this praise. He, they, Real Madrid won the league last season, I'm, I'm pretty yep. sure. And Benzema's top scorer, yeah. 27 goals, man. Top, top scorer, yeah. It was just an incredible season for Benzema. And we were just happy for him. We were just happy for him. I think, I think again, he entertained a lot of people last season. Especially for me, exam stress had me last season. And watching Benzema play on Wednesday and Tuesday nights really helped me. So, yeah. And congratulations, Benzema. The, just give him a clap. Deserved Ballon d'Or winner? Oh, Oh, okay. Is, is it about the, yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes. I was, I was going to say, no, yes, yes. Champions, Champions League, um, Champions League, UC, uh, so Champions League, La Liga, the incredible performance. Like, again, we listened to the Chelsea performance, we talked to the PSG performance. He had so many performances. Even this is a classical performance last season. I know, I know Barcelona were meaty, but he put them to the sort of finishes junior. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, deserve it. Deserve it. Um, but we're going to talk about um, some other things that happened um, yesterday night, and that was um, Gavi winning the Copper Trophy. How do you feel about that, Uka? Um, I, I'm not a fan of this one. I'm not going to lie to you because I feel like there's some deserved. There are other people on this list that I'm seeing that deserved it more than him. Let me just name the top ten. So in tenth we had Verts mm -hmm. uh, for Bayer Leverkusen in Germany. Ninth Karim Adeyemi. Eighth Bukayo Saka. We had a uh, mm -hmm. A two-way tie for sixth. Uh, Graven Birch and Gavardi all got the same amount of votes. Fifth, Nuno Mendes. Fourth, Jude Bellingham. Third, Jamal Musiala. Two, Eduardo Camavinga. And one, Gavi. And and every single name from, uh, I'm going to say four, four, three, and two, could have all deserved it more than Gavi. As much as I love Gavi, I think he's, I think he's an exciting young player. 
Kamavinga, come on, the impact that he had for Real Madrid last season, coming off the bench in the Champions League, just locking games off like a prime John Obi Mikel did for Mourinho. It, it, it was outstanding. We all, we all know the skills of Jamal Musiala. Just look at his performance that he did against England a couple of weeks ago. Not even just that. In the that's, Champions that's... League, looks exciting. In the Bundesliga, looks exciting. And another Bundesliga man, Jude Bellingham. What does he have to do? How is he finishing fourth? I'm sorry. To me, he's top two maybe even yeah he's top two minimum I'm not going to say he's the winner because I think Kamavinga should have won it in my opinion but Jude Bellingham the impact he has had for Dortmund even when Haaland has left has been outstanding and yeah I'm sorry Gavi you did not exist before the Nations League to me maybe I need to watch more Barcelona but he spawned out of nowhere and your name drives us Xavi so <laughs> uh, on Twitter and TikTok there's been a few people saying that the French award have an issue against British players or players who play in British leagues. What do you, what do you feel about that, Uka? Do you think that is true? Because that could be the case with the whole um, with the whole Bellingham um, uh, argument, and also the um, the, um, the Thierry Henry argument when he did it with it that time. Um, I'm not gonna say there's an agenda, but I I don't know, man. Fra France football to me has always been a corrupt institution, and. This artsy leads on to what I was going to ask you later on, but I'll get onto that later. Um, the thing with France football is they're, they're in for themselves. They want to keep themselves looking clean. They want to keep themselves looking the best. To be honest, I don't think there is an agenda, but I just think the people voting for this don't know ball. I know for the Copa Trophy, play, I think it's ex-Ballon d'Or winners or ex-players uh, vote for the Copa Trophy while journalists and whatever vote for the Ballon d'Or. But, like... Oh. It's either the footballers need to watch more football and the journalists need to watch more football or just give respect to, 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 to the British game. And I know I, sound like, I know I sound like a Brexit dad right now, but Bukayo Saka being in eighth, I'm sorry. He had a better season than Graver. He had a better season than Graver Birch last season. He had a better season than Nuno yeah, Mendes. Uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, like, come yeah, on now. These, yeah, people yeah, need to, these, these people need to give us the keys, eh? They need to give us the keys. No, and you're completely right. I was also discussing this yesterday, and there's two there's two things to discuss. It's like number one, do football players have fun anymore, and do they even watch football? And that's a I think I think these are fair questions because I didn't even know that the Copa Trophy was voted by ex Ballon d'Or winners, and that does obviously guys an incredible talent, yeah. But if you've watched the other if you watched other players play last season, you'd see that. that I don't think he makes top five. I don't think he can't do. I don't think he makes top yeah. five. So, so it's inter it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least. Um, but oh, do it, do it. Yeah, the the hate he's receiving. I don't think it's justified, right? No, no, he, it, it's, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. People voted for it's him. Not, it's, 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 it's not it's not his fault. But um, I can I can see there being a a little um, a little um. Not beef, but a little um, um, unfriendly bias towards um, English players or you know the English English and uh, the English games. Like the Bellingham one, it was literally ridiculous. The boy literally capped in Borussia Dortmund like three weeks ago. Yeah. He's nineteen. The kid's insane. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. But you know what can you do? Uh, um, Sadio Mane. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. I, I was gonna speak about the 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 listing of the OG Ballon d'Or of the of the actual Ballon d'Or. I think it's a disgrace. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was, I was going to ask. I was going to ask about it. So Sadio Mane came. Is the second he came? Yeah. And KDB came. KDB came through. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Sadio Mane's placing? That that's that's shocking again, man. I'm sorry. 
You want to say English bias? Yeah, I know I've, he plays for Bayern Munich now, but this, but the Ballon d'Ors voted for the 2021-22 season. If Sadio Mane did not win that AFCON with Senegal and qualify for the World Cup, there's no way he's making. In my opinion, he's not. He's not making top five. Let's not. Let's not forget. As, as good as Mane was the second half of last season, he only became good when Luis Diaz moved into the left and Klopp moved him up front. Let, let's not lie to it. Let's not lie to ourselves. Yeah. He's had. Yeah. He's had. Yeah, he's, no. he's had better seasons than this. And he and he wasn't even top five, and now he's had, I would say, a, a decent season last season, nowhere near his amazing uh, high standards, and he's coming in second. And frankly, I, I don't know who's voting for this stuff, man, because there there there's a certain name sitting in sixth that should be number two. And that that's really pissing me off, man. We should like to uh, discuss with the fans, uh, the listeners, who number six should be. Who Killian, number two is, but it's actually number six. Killian Mbappe. I know there's an agenda going against him right now. I know he's going through his villain arc with his PSG super contract, etc., etc. But what does the boy have to do to be respected? Let's not let let let's get things straight. Most goals and assists. I know we don't. I, I know we're. I know stats. You, you can so. Okay, so do you want to be devil's advocate here? Yeah. Yeah, on you go. I don't think we can take away his attitude here. Can I tell you something? Kylian Mbappe going into this conversation of being potentially one of the greatest of all times here, he's only hit a brick wall. Do that brick wall is oh. actually two brick walls. He plays for PSG and he plays in League One, right? These are, that's a cloud team and it's a cloud league. <laughs> Uka, now how do you now again? I'm not an idiot, you know. I'm not. I'm not one of the journalists here who voted him six. I watch football, right? I understand that like. This key metrics you can look at Mbappe's game and understand he is world class regardless of him playing in League One. But the general consensus, they look at League One, Farmers League, and the guy that has a stinking attitude, yeah. I can I can I can see why people are not respecting him. I look I've low-key lost respect for him as well. Oh I, my god, you're, you're one of them. You're one of them. Wait, I was I was saying I'm actually happy. Uka, Uka, I'm happy he was voted safe place. I'm telling you, Uka, a player like Kylian Mbappe staying in PSG, staying in Liga, yeah, that's an insult to football. Do you no, understand? I, no, I, I, I hear that completely, but he's still doing the business. He literally had the most goals and assists overall last season. Like, even if you want to say Farmers League, yada, 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 he's doing the business in the Champions League. Remember when he was injured? He came on last minute. What happened against What happened against Madrid in the first leg? What happened? Who came on and changed the game? Yeah. It was Mbappe. We know, we he know, he know. does it every we year, know. every year. Every, he's just, he's just a, an amazing footballer. And I'm sorry, Abe, did Sadio Mane have a better season than Mbappe last year? A hundred percent not. I, do you see, I am fine. I am fine with saying, look, but I think with Mbappe is yeah, I think it's sixth place spot for me. I'm okay with it because I hope it humbles him, right? But <laughs> I will say something to you, yeah. Instead of him being second place, I would give it to KDB. I think, you I, give think it to KDB. I think I think last I think I think I think last season KDB was just <sighs> sometimes sometimes I think play fifteen makes goals, smile. fifteen goals in the Prem is it's nuts. The the boy the boy is the incredible player. That is due to his ability, but also due to Pep's coaching. But oh my god! Also, he's quick. Never realized how quick KDB was. But you know, you know, you know, people like longest, longest weird legs. They don't look quick when they're running. Yeah. They just like it's like a, like a gliding motion. But yeah, KDB was incredible last season. Is it? Is anybody else you feel like was misplaced in the Ballon oh, d'Or list? Mate. Number eight, Vinicius Junior. Vinny. 
<laughs> instrumental <laughs> in the league title. The Rev on Tada, he's would done. You, when when he switched the shirt number, you, when he switched the shirt number from twenty eight, <laughs> when he switched the shirt number from twenty eight to twenty, it, it, it unlocked something in him. It unlocked it unlocked a new finishing ability that no one the, that the no sa- that no one saw. The uh, the the samba became more Spanish. Oh, man, it, became, it's crazy. it became more refined. It became more refined. Yeah, man. Actually, I'm gonna say something, right? I know we're talking about the Balador list, yeah, but just to bring it back to the conversation. Uh, <laughs> I was speaking to my friends yesterday again, and we were talking about this, and I was saying, I'm actually tired of killing the Bappe. I'm more interested in finishing Junior these days. No, That's, stop, stop, it, I feel like it, Yeah, Uka, Uka, Uka. Like, I look at Vinicius Junior, I'm like, I, 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 he, when he plays football, I feel, I feel something. <laughs> Do you remember that? You remember that goal against City, bro? Yeah, no, yeah The yeah, guy crazy. just took he took for the masking bad guy and took for the soul with me nuts. Are you nuts? No, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're completely right. Um, I'm not sure where we played for this is junior. I'd put I think top five in my at least. Opinion. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I think top five at least. Yeah, I mean, top, top five, five minimum. At least. Boy, it's incredible, but it's incredible. Just, just to quickly talk about uh, one, uh, one of the players, right? Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. 20th. I mean... 20th. Realistically? I mean, let, let's just say it's 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 what I'm tired of speaking about Ronaldo. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to instigate something. Nah, I know you're cool. trying to instigate something, it's, but... To be fair, I feel... I, I believe Harry Kane... Harry Kane was 21st. I believe Harry Kane was better than Ronaldo last season. Let's not lie to each other. 100%. 100%. Without so, no, without uh, no. They want to say it's PR. They want to say it's this. They want to say it's that. And realistically, does the Ballon d'Or actually matter? Does it matter? This is what I wanted to speak to you about. No. Because Ronaldo 20th, for me, if Messi's not top 30, Ronaldo shouldn't be top 30, like, in my opinion. But the fact that Neymar didn't even get nominated is a, is a disgrace as well. But yeah, that that opens up the question: Does the Ballon d'Or actually matter? Because I know people like Messi and Ronaldo fans use it. Oh my God, Messi's one seventies, the goat, etc., etc. But do you think? I feel like in the modern generation, people have people have evolved past looking looking at oh he's one so and so and so because Thierry Henry is widely accepted as the the best Premier League player ever. He's never won a Ballon d'Or. Pavel Nedved won it that year. So does is is the Ballon d'Or becoming more redundant? Um, I think like a lot of like these Academy Award type things, yeah. When you get a bunch of people who are like deemed on to be snobbish and like not like what's the word? Like they're not in it with like fans, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. they're not like the way they view their footballing, like they've gone to a point where like they don't even look at football anymore. They just believe they know what's what without actually looking at the facts, look at the evidence, and you're right. I think the only reason why it's becoming archaic is because the people in charge of it are very archaic, right? I'm talking about if you want the Ballon d'Or, the Grammys, the Oscars to be more credible, you need to get rid of like, the old the, the, the old guys upstairs and like put it with like fresh young faces. You know, like as much as I despise like not despise, as much as I think as much as I I don't like as much as like Gary Neville and Jimmy Carragher's voices annoy me, right? Like sometimes when they speak, I do learn something. I do find them entertaining, right? Even uh, Michael Richards as well. 
Jermaine G, Jermaine G this occasionally, right? But not, <laughs> not all the time. <laughs> the other side, the other side, the other side saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's just because the people in charge of these awards don't like as crazy as it sounds. Like they're not connected with the, they're not connected to the streets. You need to give the streets what they want. Mm-hmm. Give give us maximum. Give us to rap. Give us that. Give us give us give us life. Give us samba. Give us blood. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't. Um, you 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 completely right. I don't think people will care too much because I feel like if you're the greatest player of all time, you know. Um, in the Fluffy Fellows interview, a uh, real friend that was like, there was like one point I knew that nobody and everybody else knew that nobody could get past me. Like it was impossible. I feel yeah. like I feel like people know that. You know, but um, what's this guy's name? Van Dyke didn't need to win a battle though, to know he to know he was the best. He was the best in the last yeah. four or five years. Yeah, I like I like we, he just he just need to win it for us to know that. So yeah, you're right. Probably is redundant. Probably is. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Right. We've talked a lot about the Ballon d'Or, and uh, unless you guys anything else to chat about, do you have anything else to chat about? Um, nah, not really, man. Ballon d'Or wise. Okay, let's just move on to the Premier League. We've had some really, really, really big fixtures, right? But we're going to start off with Arsenal because we're top of the league. We've got to start off with the leaders, the leaders of the pack. <laughs> Arsenal, top of the league, another W. We took it to Ellen Road. We came back with three points. Uka, how are you feeling? Bro, bro, we caught life. When I say we caught we, life, defeated. we caught... We, we, we were getting... We, who got shot nine times? Was it 50 cent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we, we, we literally did a 50 cent. We got shot nine times and still came out looking look the bigger man. You know what I'm saying? Saka that's, brilliantly that's... taking goal. I, I didn't know he had that finish in him. But when the second half whistle started and they scored a goal in the first like two minutes, I was like, yeah, it's wraps. Obviously, VAR, v- VAR called it back, etc, etc. But the whole half, we just look a shell of what we had looked all season. This is the, I would say this is the first bad performance Arsenal have had this season. Because even though we lost to Man United, I wouldn't say the performance was bad. I would say the performance was one of our better performances uh, throughout the season. But mistakes from Saliba, mistakes from Gabriel, mistakes from Partey. Like, we, we just could not... We couldn't progress the ball. Leeds were pressing us like dogs. Like actual hound dogs on our throats. And... and I feel so bad for Ramsdale. Poor Ramsdale was saving saving the hell out of our centre backs the whole game because yeah, it, he played well. Yeah, he, played, he, he played well that game. Yeah. yeah, he won. He won man of the match. And yeah, if it wasn't for Ramsdale, I think we, I think we wouldn't have even got one point. We would have got zero points. Hundred percent. Yeah. Sorry, Christian Jet. Look at that game. Real lucky. Real luck. Get a win. I just I hate to say this. We did not deserve to win that game. Hundred percent. No, I agree with you. We did not deserve to win that game. Um, and uh, it scared me because I'm looking at like have have they figured Arsenal out? You know, you know it's interesting playing Granit Xhaka in a shadow role. You know, don't this freedom up to like you know be more creative in the final third yet? It's also isolated party. I know our defense is very solid, right? But party needs a lot of midfield work, and they just brought Tyler Adams. They just flooded that midfield. Yeah, I don't see that party couldn't cope, but like. The boys nearly thirty, you know. You got, you, you, you know, you got, you got to give him a break, right? So the guy, the, the guy was just getting again overrun in that midfield, 
And when Patrick Bamford came in, he just he he he. I was like, where's the, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Why have you decided to turn up against... You've just been quiet for the last four years. Like, why have you decided to turn, <laughs> turn up against us? But yeah, it was bad. One thing I will say, though, is... Gabriel is just an anomaly to me, right? He was also one of the... He was also one of the reasons, yeah, why we weren't completely sharing that game, yeah, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, he was one of the reasons why we weren't completely sharing that game. Yeah, Gabriel's one of the reasons why we're completely shanked that game, but oh my goodness, can he? Oh my, oh my goodness, can that? Oh sorry, oh my goodness, can that man cause a blunder? People, people on Twitter be saying Gabriel will be the downfall of Arsenal, yeah. And well, as hard as it is to say, yeah, concentration. We need to work on it with the, you know, with yeah, the Brazilian because that. that, that <laughs> It didn't have to. I know it wasn't a red card, but that card didn't have to be pulled out of his pocket. You know what I was talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It made no sense. I you know Uka's been Uka again. This is another time Uka's uh, Uka's been you know getting all to you saying that this guy Gavial, you know, like the balls on Gene. It, 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 it <laughs> lives it, inside bro, of him. He do, has do, it. He do you know? Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know who he reminds you of? Do you remember we had another centre back called Gavriel? Gavriel Paulista, very sturdy guy. Solid Brazilian centre back, but he had the biggest bozo gene. And I'm not saying get rid of uh, Gabriel that we have now, our number five. But mm-hmm. wait, is he or not? I think he's number six actually. I don't even know. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a fake fan. I think he, 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 you know, he's, he's, he's number six. Part yeah, five. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying get rid of Gabriel now, n- number six. But I'm saying if he doesn't, if he doesn't fix up, we might need to bring in someone. Just, just the competition. You know when Tierney got competition from Zinchenko, now he's got competition from Tomiyasu. At right back now, Tomiyasu has competition for Ben White. Uh, Odegaard now has competition with Vieira. He, he needs someone there just to be like, yo, let's go. I cannot I cannot make these mistakes anymore. So, yeah, that, that that's all I'm going to say because he he did. he did uh, Although he gave away a penalty in, in the dying minutes when he didn't need to, he he did have. Other than that, he had a, he had an amazing performance. He was he was one of the best players. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mhm, mhm, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, interesting enough. You know, we're both from Scotland. Both fans of Kieran Tierney. Before we end this, how do you feel about Kieran Tierney? Like, almost becoming like a third place left back in our squad because, uh, you know, if you're fit and Arteta started Tommy Asu after you. It's either Arteta's playing some serious Alex Ferguson, <laughs> Jurgen Klopp mind games to get you to run through brick, to get you to run through brick walls, or he's saying you just not being up to par. And I won't lie to you, Tobiasu, like again, the boys have the boys, the boys have. The Africans are naturally good football player, like mm-hmm. adept with both feet. Got you know strong, fast, quick, quite a smart player. You know, like I'm not saying he can be rats or KT, but you know what's happening. What do you think's happening there? Um, I saw an interview actually, I don't know if you saw it with, uh, I don't know who it was with, but it was posted on the Football Daily Twitter, and it was with Kieran Tierney, and the reporter, uh, bless her, I, I, I can't remember her name, she asked him, oh, how does it, like, what was what was the feeling like when obviously the gaffer sat you down and said, 
you're not going to play this game against Liverpool, let alone, let alone the Leeds game. He was like, how do you feel about not playing for Liverpool? And it was very calm in his response. He was like, okay, we're always working. And Arteta told me it's a purely tactical decision. That's what he said. Remember that. A purely tactical decision. Obviously, Salah, he loves to cut in. Maybe that's why... Uh, Arteta played Tommy Asu because you know the right hand side uh, of a, on a left footed player it's easier to cover, but to drop him again against Leeds, I don't Leeds, know. Maybe yeah. Arteta, maybe, maybe Arteta is like, because Arteta he, he wants to he wants to have inverted fullbacks. That's why he signs Inchenko, Tommy Asu yeah. is both footed. He could he could do it. Kieran Tierney, Abe, like you said, he's not the most technically yeah. gifted player, but what he doesn't what he what he makes up for that is his work rate. But sometimes. Work rate, work rate isn't enough. Sometimes you just need to be technically secure on the ball. And he, he, Tierney has looked good in Europa League, but I, I still want to see him in the Premier League because I still think that he's a very, he's a very useful player. But it might, it oh, might be wraps for him. I'm not gonna lie to you. Very, very. Do is right, Katie. Do is right, Katie's had links with Barcelona, Real Madrid, um, a few, a few Italian teams, and even Man City, right? Katie. KT himself is a very, very good football player. A very good football player. I think the, I think the issue may just be, as Ukas has said, you know, now think about it, is that maybe he... Yeah, sorry, one second. When Arteta plays Ben White on the right-hand side, yeah, he, expect, he expects Ben White to be an, overlap, an overlapping fullback. Yeah. I think he wants one overlapping and one inverted. And when you play Ben White, some needs to be the inverted one. I think he's just like, yeah, like... Like KT, he just can't... KT can't, you know... You can't, you can't, you can't perform that. I know. I, I love Katie. I hope he says Arsenal, but I just found it interesting. Right. Okay. Moving on swiftly to Chelsea's Graham Potter. When Chelsea signed Thomas Tuchel, there was a lot of um, controversy. People weren't sure how um, the club was going to move. People weren't sure how Graham Potter was going to do. Me and Uke have been big advocates with Graham Potter. We've been speaking about him for ages now, and he seems to be thriving. He seems to be doing so well. What are you saying about Graham Potter, Chelsea? Uke? How do you think they've been doing so far? Um. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't really caught a lot of their games. Uh, I've only caught the highlights. From what I've seen, they're looking a lot more defensively sound. I think I've got a stat here. It says uh, Graham Potter's Chelsea haven't conceded a goal in more than seven hours of football. So Graham Potter, who's known That's for his, he, he's renowned for his attack in football and his amazing work that he did with Brighton. You know the XG, XG Brighton, etc., etc., has now actually locked up. The Chelsea defence, who was, let's not lie, Tuchel did know how to lock up a defence, but at the beginning of the season, Chelsea were leaking goals. Leeds, uh, I think Leeds scored three against, uh, Leeds scored three against them, and they were conceding stupid, yeah. stupid goals uh, to to meaty teams, let's not lie. But now, Graham Potter has managed to shore up the defence and the attack. Aubameyang, I did not expect this. I'm not saying it's a remontada, but I did not expect this, uh, this Aubameyang turnaround, because he's scoring goals, he's looking excited, he's looking happy, and... Yeah, Potter's work. Potter's working his magic. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. And uh, yeah, sure the back was a big, was a big, 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 big job for Great Potter. And I'm not just saying that. I was gonna say I'm glad he's done it, but I'm definitely not glad he's done it. I do hate Chelsea, but I, I'm glad that Great Potter is fine. I'm glad that people get to see what kind of manager he is. Though a big concern for Chelsea is the loss of Reese James. You know, oh, yeah. Reese James is not only a, a solid defensive player, but actually more than solid. He's an incredible attacking output for Chelsea. And losing him is a big, 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 big blow. 
you know, um, how do you think, do you think, do you think Graham Potter, do you think Graham Potter will handle it well, or, or, do you, or do you think this may be, like, a big blow to Chelsea's, like, you know, rebuild? Um, I think Potter, with, with the facilities at Chelsea, he'll work, he'll work something, I know Aspilicueta is still there, maybe he could shift one of the centre-backs out wide again, but I don't, I don't think it'll be an issue at all, they've, they've got a lot of defensive solidity anyway, so, I mean, it's just a big blow for England, because Rhys James was looking like one of the most exciting players this season, let alone, uh, in the England squad, uh, uh, he should, he should be on the plane, and, it's just it just blows my mind how there's a World Cup in November in Qatar. It just it, it's it's not just Reese James that's breaking down. Diogo Jota has been ruled out for the World Cup as well. Um, yeah. Luis Diaz got injured, although Colombia didn't make the World Cup. He yeah. he got injured recently as well. So um, if we're speaking about Chelsea and, and Reese James, I feel like Chelsea they'll be fine. I, I I trust Potter. I trust Potter. They'll be fine. And one thing I do want to speak about Kepa's performance against Aston Villa this yeah, weekend. Oh, no. Is Men is Mendy gonna get well, back in the team? Well, do it is yeah. Again, Twitter, TikTok. There's been this, there's been this trend where people just expose Benjamin, Be- um, not Benjamin, Be- oh, not Benjamin Mendy, Edward, <laughs> Edward, Mendy as a massive. Benjamin Mendy is also a fraud, but Edward Mendy as a massive fraud, as, um, as a <laughs> massive fraud, right? Um, guy, there's clips of him fumbling with his feet, like some says they're basic. He's just fumbling, and. Kepa's taking advantage of this, and he played nuts. Like um, that period, of, there's, there's a period of play, yeah, where he saved three shots in the row. It's like back, is to, back this to back. Is this is is is, is this Kepa? So yeah, I think Graham Potter just looked at Kepa and said, "But we're going to give him an opportunity because this Mendy guy is just absolute cheeks. This guy is trash." Yeah. Um. Just one last thing before I move on. Uh, for Chelsea. Of uh, here's here's a stat that's come out. Uh, recently. After 137 games, Frank Lampard has scored 31 goals for Chelsea. And after 137 games, Mason Mount has scored 31 goals for Chelsea. Now, Chelsea fans always are saying he's the reincarnation of Lampard. Is he? Because they've got the exact same goal record after the exact same time. So, like, are the comparisons valid? Do it is, yeah. (coughs) Okay, okay, okay. Right. Mason Mount. Mason he's Mount a polarizing figure. He is because some people think he's good, other people think he's overrated, and that's not a bad thing because I don't think people think he's bad. I think logically we can all see that Mason Mount's a good player. Yeah, Frank Lampard is special. I don't think there's one person who looked at Frank Lampard and said this guy was cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you do you do you do you do I think Mason Mount is above average in almost every single aspect of football, and that that's what makes him good, right? Though Great Porters managed to get a tune out of him of recent. Um, will he beat Will he beat Frank Lampard again? Frank Lampard, he had something about him that made him score those goals, all these goals. I, I guess I guess Mason Mount's getting these goals, but until I see this bag, boy just bagging it up from fifty <laughs> yards out, he's going to free kick at the weekend. Just, he did, he did, he did, incredible free kick, yeah? Well, t- I, I need that more freaking basic. Lampard is doing it every two games. Mm. Lampard is just you know, do a little bit, sorry, quick interesting. do a little bit of football just like, like 10, 15 years ago. People just used to hit it. People just used to just, I, I know people still hit it now, but people used to just hit it. Just let mm. it go. But if you let it go in modern day football, 
They're taking you off at halftime. You're getting yep. benched for two games. If, if you're, if you're yeah, not recycling the ball, yeah. Oh, good lord. No, no, bro, bro, bro they'll, they'll get, they'll get, what's, what's, it's, it's a start, it's a start sport. They're going to start sport and uh, start. So it's not just telling you that your life is just finished. Nonsense. But yeah, uh, Mason Mount, we'll see though. Mason, I mean, I'm a big, I was telling Chelsea fans about Mason Mount when he's up for tests. <laughs> Ask Charles Williams. Ask Charles Williams. I was he's telling them about the tests. So, I've got receipts, so if it if it's about because the next Frank Lampard, you know that's that's two for two, that's two for two for Abraham Lurin, so I'll take that. Right, okay, moving on to a club that's kind of meaty, um, no trophies in the trophy cabinet, ugly stadium, ugly people, Richards is ugly as hell, Harry Kane can't speak English, <laughs> Hugh so is the only good thing about that club. Um, your manager had a hair transplant. Uh, Hugo Lloris is one of the worst goalkeepers in the league. Um, I was speaking about um, Tottenham Hotspurs. Antonio Conte's side have now level with Man City with 23 points after a win against Everton. This Tottenham side spent quite, um, not a lot, but they spent quite wisely, I would say. They bought, they made some good acquisitions this summer and they're coming into fruition. How, how do you think this Tottenham side are going to do this season, man? Um, I feel Tottenham... They're gonna fall off, man. Every time I watch them, I'm yeah. actually I'm not convinced. And I know this. Yeah. I know people are gonna say this is what Conte does. He just soaks up the pressure, hits you, bish bash bosh. They lose on XG, but they win the game. It doesn't matter. But this is <laughs> this this is not Serie A. This this is this is the prem. Te- teams like Brentford can hurt you. Ivan Tony's out here bagging nice. goals. To even teams like Fulham, you almost saw what Fulham done to Arsenal. Fulham almost beat Arsenal if if Gabriel didn't nice. rectify his mistake. Uh, I feel that with, with Tottenham, I'm just I'm just unconvinced. I I know you said you liked a couple of their signings. Me personally, like I said last episode, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan for the for the team that just qualified for the Champions League. The, the signings that they made w- w- weren't filling me weren't filling me with any with any fear. Who did us? No, it, it Bis- wasn't Bisuba, Bisuba, Bentecourt, and Kulovetsky. Ooh, like, permanent, ooh, uh, scary. Jets. Scary. Luka, oh, if you have Bisuba right now, Luka, f- I will, will, will lie here. We're, we're winning the league, Luka. You know if you have Bisuba right... Luka, if you have... If you have Bissouma right now winning the league, you know you know this as well. No, we're not. We're you know, not. Bissouma for twenty five, but if you have Bissouma, we're not. We're not winning the league. Crack. We're not winning the league no matter what. If we have Bissouma, we okay. Um, guys, guys, if we if Arsenal had Bissouma, I'm telling you right now, yeah, we're winning the league. Are you nuts? Anyways, uh, nuts? back back Think, back to yeah. back to Conte Spurs. The way they play football just is it just disgusts me. It disgusts me. Sitting back that deep, allowing... Uh, I don't know how Conte does it. I don't know how he gets away with it every single time because the game against Brighton again, Spurs didn't look too convincing. It took them a penalty and it took them a Hoiberg goal uh, to secure the victory. And yeah, like I said, they, they lose on XG every game, which although XG is not the be-all and end-all, it, it gives you a rough idea as to who had the better opportunities in the game. It's got to come back to bite them in the ass. A big team is gonna come is gonna come up and it's just gonna be their day and every shot they're gonna take is gonna leg in. You can't sit back with all that pressure and just expect Kane and Son to do the business up front. Yes, you have Richarlison. No, you don't have Richarlison. He's actually injured himself. And you have Kulisevsky as well coming in. But if one of the big three get injured, it, c- it could be ropes. 
because we saw what they looked like without really without Kulusevski against Arsenal. It, it, it wasn't good. They couldn't create anything. Son's final ball, horrific. The only person that could pass to that team, no cap. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. The only person who can pass the ball in that team is is MBE Sir Harold Kane or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. So if if, <laughs> if Kane's ankle just decides to delete itself before the before a big tournament or before a final like it always does, I'm just gonna kiss 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 top four goodbye. I'm sorry because Chelsea are looking good. They're they're looking much improved. Man City are already there. Liverpool they might be building momentum after their big result. And Arsenal we're, we're still up there. So yeah, Conte. We're winning the league. So, so Conte, if if you don't make more improved signings in January, I know last season January saved your ass because think, Jan, Jan, January I saved think your ass. I his signings were good. What do you mean? I think, I thought, I liked his signings. Nah, I'm not a fan. I man. liked his signings. Oh, long I way. Oh, I'm terrified. Do, okay, do tell us who you're in, in the centre-back area, yeah, you could have had an upgrade, right? But I, I'm going to tell you something, yeah. I think Jed Spence is one of the most exciting young talents that England have to offer. And something like Conte, the fact that you are not, like, this guy's not, you're not abusing this guy. When I watch this guy play football, I'm like, it's, 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 do you know, there's, there's, if you go on YouTube, there's a video that says, um, Jed Spence is Thierry Henry at right back here. And the way he dribbles, he looks like it. The boy is so good. But Suba, Beautiful sound, be, uh, beautiful sound. Bentiker, beautiful. Who okay. I'll go lie to you. Yeah? I think that this Tottenham side, yeah, they may, they may not be playing f- good football, yeah. But I think that's just because they're just slowly building. It's a slow build. I, I don't see a build. I think I, under Conte, I, I, don't, think, I don't see a build, man. Conte, Conte's notoriously, Conte's notoriously known for not building shit, bro. When when he when he when he didn't leave Lukaku, what did he do? He ran away. He said, "I'm not managing this inter team. If you're not giving me funds, I'm not, I'm not going to manage here." At Chelsea, same thing. He came in, won the league, dipped. Juventus came in, won the league, dipped. Like this guy doesn't re- leave, leave, he, he he doesn't rebuild leave shit. Levy's want to give him funds. Levy's want to give him funds. No, but but from 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 this transfer window itself, the fact that. He signed Jed Spence, doesn't play him. Signed Basuma, he's been in and out the team. The only person that he signed, realistically, that's been in the squad since day dot, Bentinker and Kulusevski. And both of them didn't even come this January. They came last... They they, they didn't come uh, this summer window. They came last season in January. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll, we'll see. We'll, his next window will determine whether I will... Whether I see the vision. Because right now... All I'm seeing is sit back and hit on the break, which is which is good. It's getting you the results and everything. I but mean, one day you're gonna get found out. One day every shot I'm that a team to... takes is gonna go in. <laughs> to be fair, Eric Dyer does play in their backline. <laughs> yeah, so uh, respect him. He's actually he's had a decent season, but he, he's not the answer. I, I'll, you, I'll, you'll never get me to respect that guy. <laughs> I probably I probably tell, tell you where banged up some boy. This is that's the only time I respect him. Where banged up some boy. This is brother. I would never respect that guy. <laughs> but moving on from one of the meanest teams on planet Earth mm-hmm. to um, a media team we beat and a media team we're going to beat, Liverpool face Tottenham. Liverpool face City. It was actually some... Sorry? City. Liverpool... F- sorry, Liverpool... You know, you know, it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to get shit from your brain. So I'm just going <laughs> to... You know what I'm saying? Just going to go off. Liverpool, Liverpool beat City. Even though it was a 1-0 game, I thought it was quite a thrilling match, actually. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. High quality me. game. And yeah, high quality game. 
And thankfully, Liverpool has stopped City for get, uh, from getting that invincible title. So let's clap. Let's clap. You'll never do it. You'll never do it. And they be, uh, they beat it on 21 game, the 21 game on beaten run. And I think this could be a sign of things to come for Liverpool, getting this win at Anfield against pretty much the best team in the league. I won't lie to you as an Arsenal fan, since you're the best team in the league. Yeah. What do you think, Uka? Is this, is this the turnaround for Klopp's men? Is this what they need to get back on track? Um, 100%. When I feel like in games like this, same as like Derby games, I don't think form matters. When these two teams, there is basically a Derby because these two teams have been competing for the league for the last four, five, maybe even six years. Um, the standard of football on display, Bernardo Silva, what a player. Mohamed Salah, what a player. Joe Gomez, this this turnaround the, this turnaround that he's done he's lost this no this is what I've been saying man like saying, all these Liverpool fans like nah man he's just aging he's just not the same guy I'm like you don't lose it you don't lose you don't lose the defensive do- like for a defender to like really lose something is if even a defender you lose something it's nuts I thought defending's like I feel like losing someone as a defender is nuts. And Joe Gomez, like, Trent is so meaty. Oh, my God. Oh, meaty defender. Trent is on Arnold. It, oh. nah, sorry, Mika, let me not just... Let me not just... Um, let me not just get I would say, sorry. I would say this this new formation that Liverpool have been experimenting is... is looking kind of decent. James Milner, I know, had to fill in at right back because Trent was injured. Joe Gomez, Van Dijk were locking off Haaland the whole game. Haaland didn't get a sniff. He got a, got a couple half chances in the first half, but nothing... N- nothing major, I would say, but actually, if if we speak about Liverpool right now, I feel like they're they're in a tricky position because their next game is vital. Because if they win their next game, I could see them going up and forth. Let's not forget they have a game in hand on Arsenal, right? But if they lose their next game, I could it will be like all of this, all of this work for nothing because you beat Man City. Well, you lose to Arsenal, you beat Man City. Okay, yes, we're not, we're on the rise. We're we're, we're gonna do well, etc. And then you go on and lose to who? I think they're playing West Ham next. If you if they lose to West Ham, Liverpool, they're they're not even in the race for top four for me. But right now, the the everything is lying on this West Ham game and Salah. Oh my days. That turn that, that goes nuts. That, that goes turn nuts. is crazy. That, that turn I know that I know Man City nuts. fans are salty and claiming ham bollocks. I appreciate the turn. Jao Cancelo. Hey, what I was telling you, this guy this guy's Trent with Travella. You you might want to laugh at me. No, no, you might want no, to laugh at no, me, no, yeah. No, 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 it's no he's Bro, bro, people get spun all the time. People get No, spun. but when Trent got spun, oh my god, Trent can't defend. Trent can't do this. Trent can't do that. When no, when his peers no, get spun? You know, when his no, peers get spun? But you, wait, but can I explain to you why, yeah? If you get if bro bro, actually I was gonna use a wild reference <laughs> for a second. <laughs> bro, if you get spun every every two seconds, you're a mean defender. If you get like spun like 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 Two times a game, they're fair enough against Salah. No, that's fair enough. But the this reason guy, the reason Cancelo looks amazing is because City, City hold on to the ball for ninety nine percent of the game. There, there was a there was a time in the game where I th- I think it was a ten minute spell. The graphic came on TV. City ninety one percent possession. Liverpool eight. How are, how are you gonna get exposed defensively when you have that much of the ball? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Do I think you said Trent is getting spotted by like 
by people like the Barry Gray and Thomas Hitchin. You feel what I'm saying, bro? Like, it's, like, you know, do you understand what, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's, it, it, it's a bit, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. It's a bit different. This guy can sell, he got spun once and two for it. It's a testament to how good Salah is as a player. And then, let's talk about this. Salah of recent has been in a, quite a big goal drought, you know. Salah usually this time of the season is probably got like 25 billion goals. <laughs> but, I think this, I think this game for every Liverpool player was a chance for them to prove something and just regain something. And I think Salah has this game. So I think Salah's going to properly kick on from this. Uh, but let's watch City for a second. This, uh, this, this is quite interesting, you know. Obviously, us being Arsenal fans, this is the perfect result for us. Yep. Them dropping points, us being four points ahead of them. Beautiful, right? But, Pep right now, yeah, you know, he, he, I don't think he can afford losses. I don't think he can afford losses. I know it sounds ridiculous. Not to say that Arsenal win the league yet, but it's it's plausible. I don't think he can afford losses. He's gone Haaland. He has to win the Champions League. He has to win the league. And I think the emergence of Liverpool, yeah, is probably getting him so, 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 so tight. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about you. But again, what's the players? Bernardo Silva is an incredible player. You're completely right about that guy. Oh my god, Pascal for Stratton, you got that so incredibly wrong, wrong about Bernardo Silva. About Bernardo Silva. Incredible player, incredible talent. This game overall was this game overall was quite entertaining. this game overall was quite entertaining. One player one person I do one person I have felt bad for recently at Liverpool though has been there, Allison, and I'm happy he was able to keep a clean sheet this clean sheet this game because that backline really, really, really let him down. Robinson also came back. Yep. Um um, from, in- from injury looked okay looked alright but um, back to Liverpool real quickly you know build momentum but they ha- they've they lost Yota and they've also lost it. they've lost Diaz yeah yeah they lost Diaz yeah, lost Diaz for the foreseeable future so you know they're going to have to make up for- they're going to have to make up for it somehow but we'll see we'll see anything um, else to say about Liverpool say? Um, I feel like the new I think it's like a, sort of it was a 4-2-3-1 in attack uh, I know Firmino kind of kind of he 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 ragged all Diaz at times this game, which which was crazy to me. But um, mm-hmm. Harvey Elliott filling in in the right half space, doing a lot of defensive work, so Salah could play pretty much as a striker. I think that's re- I think that's really smart thinking from Klopp because Harvey Elliott's a young, hungry. I know people call him a thug because he's got the tattoos. We've seen the text messages, we've seen the Instagram replies. <laughs> they, they they call him the Doctor of Thugonomics, but he is he. He, he plays like he is a thug. He's a very aggressive. He's never stops running. And yeah, up and down that right-hand side, he did look uh, really good and almost covering uh, in, in the midfield as well. Like, I don't know how to describe it. You know, the half space where De Bruyne operates in. I'm not saying Harvey yeah. is De Bruyne, but he was he was shifted around to that area, looking looking very busy. And yeah, he, he's exciting. He's one for the future. And I think he's he's a better player than Curtis Jones, in my opinion. I uh, I don't like Curtis Jones, so that's uh, fair enough. Like he's just, the boy, the boy's just too light skinned for me. <laughs> uh, also, you also you also Jurgen Klopp, red card. Um, I've realized something. Jurgen Klopp actually is a likable person. People just people people just see people just see his face videos and just start smiling. He's not likable. No, this guy's like always this guy's he's he's he like managers argue on the touchline. It's a thing that happens. But this guy, he's like full, just like punch, like <laughs> ready to punch up officials, bro. This like, like Arteta doesn't really, Arteta's too cool to beef people. This guy wanted to bang you in the face. 
the guy, the, the guy is very animated. But then again, I guess the style of football he plays, like you need to be animated. You need to make these players want to run for a brick wall, a brick wall for you. You know, you can't be a timid car manager like that. You know, the way these guys play, you have to be as intense as that yeah. team. Red card, red card, red card was red card was interesting though. Red card was interesting though. But yeah, Liverpool resurgence, possibly Manchester dropping points. Arsenal in the league. Chelsea's I'm getting points. Chelsea's looking alright. And then uh, Conte, down the ton of shit. Sorry. Yeah, I've just got a fun fact uh, about this game. Uh, Erling Haaland has scored and assisted in every single game this season that he's played, apart from the Community Shield against Liverpool and this game against Liverpool. So maybe, maybe the, this might be a bogey team for Haaland. It might be. Bogey team for Haaland. Have have you found uh, Haaland's uh, crypt tonight? Have you found Haaland's crypt tonight? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But the podcast is coming to a slight end, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, unless you guys have anything to chat about. Um, not really. Do you want to bring back fraud of the week? I know that's a segment that we had in like, in like the first Haaland and Mbappe episode that we ever did on this podcast. Of but, course. Uh. Any a, anyone anyone stand out to you? Anyone stand out to me? Fraud of the week. Has anybody said anything fraudulent of recent? Yeah, do it is yeah. Is people still holding on to this thing of that like Jaden Sancho? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like better than Karasaka. It's like better than Karasaka, and they've sli- they've changed it. They've they've changed they've they've made they've made sure not to do copyright. They've they've changed the words around there. Yeah? What they're now saying is yeah. Dude, if you look if you look at both of them right. If you look at Jaden Sancho, Mikhail Saka, yeah, you need to look at them. Which one of the? If you look at Sancho as he is, yeah, look at Saka as he is, yeah. Who has the higher potential? Who has the higher potential? I'm like, I'm like, like potential is a potential is a whole lot of things together. He's like, oh boy, Dwayne said Sancho has world class dribbling. He's a world class dribbler. So makes his great. Congratulations. I've never seen this guy take on take on a player. <laughs> Dwayne said Charles Williams. I want you to shout it here, yeah. He, we're arguing about this, and he shot himself in the foot. He went and said that he is a re, that he plays like Ribery, and I watched his highlights. Like this guy is a shit Ribery. <laughs> yes, this this guy Sancho is a shit Ribery. Oh my goodness, bro does not take up place. Like oh yeah, but his uh, his execution the final third. Congratulations, you're an A techie Wobi. <laughs> oh, God, now, I'm just uh, like 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 he he is he is not better than Vikaya Saka. His potential is not higher than Vikaya Saka's. When I look at Sancho's face, he doesn't. Even, he looks like he doesn't even have. There's no tenacity in yeah, his eyes. Yeah, yeah. When I look at Saka play, when I look at Saka, he, he play football. He looks dead inside. <laughs> he looks. He looks dead inside. That's what you know. This guy doesn't care. Oh, I know this guy doesn't care. Do you, do you know what we it's, said last season? Just, we said. We said. What did we say will be a good season for Sancho? Eight goals, eight assists. He hasn't even done that. Yeah. He hasn't done that. We're Pepe, this, this is Pepe. I, I tell. Do this, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Give us. <laughs> Give us a few seconds. You can hear the typing on my laptop right now. Do you see? I want you to hear it. I'm gonna Nicholas Pepe. How many? How many? Let's see stats for season. Stats for season for Arsenal. Yeah. Nicholas Pepe got five goals, six assists for Arsenal's first season. Yeah. How did you, How did you this actually get through my United? Uh, let me just let me just Google that now. I'm, I'm also I'm also googling it. Sancho last season got three goals, three assists. Hey, hey. <laughs> There's a conversation oh, that needs to be had. There's a com- do it easy. Okay, he played twenty nine games. Let me, let me let me let me go let me go check out the games Pepe played. Let me check out the games Pepe played. 
It could it could be substitute appearances, etc. But but for, for a generalized Pepe, consensus, Pepe, Pepe played Pepe played two more games than Sancho. Two more games. Huh. Hey, let me tell you something. Do you see? Not to be a, not to be a dickhead, but Kennington where it started, you are a failure. You are a failure. <laughs> yeah, failure. I do I do it is yeah. For those who are hate on Jimmy Sancho's yeah. I remember when Rice and Ballers did a piece on this Man City player moving to Borussia Dortmund. I saw the highlights and said, yes, let me watch this guy. I'm telling you, Allah, I'm telling you, yeah? I've been watching Jadon Sancho for a long time, yeah? United fans, you're the reason why people hate players. You're the reason why people hate players and you've done this. He's not better Saka. He won't be better Saka. The guy has to have a good game outside of the Bundesliga. He had one good game outside of the Bundesliga and that was against Tottenham. And Tottenham with the meanest club <laughs> in North London. So what do you want? Meany player, dead baller. He actually isn't, but he's just not better than kind of Saka. He's not better Saka. He's not better Martinelli. He... Dude, he's, yeah, uh, he probably he probably is even better than Smith Rowe. Yes, I've said it. I've said it. He probably is even better than Smith Rowe. Those are views Calm of Abraham Valerian and not of the Pace and Power Hour podcast. Yes, that's fine. I'll take that. I I don't I don't have to be Jaden Sancho. So your fraud of the week. Your fraud of the week is Jaden Sancho fanboys. Charles uh, Jaden Sancho, Charles Williams, Josh Belinda, Bupe Solingue. Fair, fair enough, man. Fair enough, man. Also, also probably probably Gabe as well. Gabe would probably agree. Oh, Gabe, yeah, as well. probably, Gabe, Gabe is Gabe is always front of the week. He's always front of the week. <laughs> Shout out always Gabe, man. We, 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 we need to get him on. We need to get him on. We need to get him on. That Messi yeah. Ronaldo episode is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We've talked about the Ballon d'Or Premier League fixtures. I was so happy to be back to be more consistent. I was just gonna try to give you great quality content. We're going to try to be on more platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. So please follow us on that. Just pace the power hour, all of them. And yeah, just keep listening. Uh, shout out Nailing. Of course. Shout out Uka. Thank you Uka for editing these podcasts. You no know, stress. He does a lot of work, you know. And yeah, you guys just enjoy your week. Right? Catch you later. Take care, guys.